And welcome to the October 17th, 2009 edition of Liberation Station. I'm your host, Chris Steiner, and in this studio we have joining me Frank Hobson, a chronic caller and a, a person who is a very uh, vociferous in front of the Pinellas County Commission as we started out talking at the end of last show. And we also have joining us Tim Sint. How are you guys? Oh, doing great. Just fine, Chris. Wonderful, and uh, that's good news. Uh, we're just uh, flying on a uh, on a wing and a prayer here, just at the last moment. Uh, if the webcam isn't totally uh, adjusted just right, uh, last a few minute things, but the show must go on. Now uh, we're going to talk tonight uh, a little bit also about what uh, I began mentioning in the last show, which was. Uh, I didn't get around to playing, which was a, a clip of a September 28th call into Todd Schnitt, talk show host, propagandist for any war, and uh, any war suit him just fine, but uh, we'll get into that. Uh, we'll get into that clip. And uh, starting out the show, though, here, I would like to introduce the audience to a, a wonderful uh, service a wonderful phone service, and uh, we have uh, Tim Sind here to help uh, help do this and th- help do that and uh, introduce us to uh, the company and what it is that uh, you what the, what it is that you have to offer as a, a representative. And uh, Wow Mobile is that company, and uh, could you tell us a little bit about that, Tim? Absolutely, Chris. Um, wow Mobile is my company. My name is Tim. I live in Dunedin, and we will soon be the fastest growing mobile phone company in the country. What is unique about Wow Mobile is the fact that our phone signals are internet and cell-based, which means we use VOIP technology, which is a mouthful, but it's the same way that Bright House, Vonage, and Magic Jack do it too. They use the computer lines and the satellites and everything to uh, make voice happen too. We have had uh, we have a few other nice terms that uh, most other cell phone companies don't bother with either. Like we don't do contracts. We have no roaming charges. The cost of the service is seventy nine ninety five a month, and that handles the the entire United States, Canada, and uh, Puerto Rico. And this is unlimited talk, text, uh, internet, and um, there is no limit. A lot of other places, a lot of other companies say they will give you unlimited service, but there's fine print. Trust me on this one. Um, we are using the Google smartphones, the G1 and the, and the MyTouch. They are the latest in cutting-edge technology. 
And if you're an international caller for $10 more, we can give you a choice of, we can give you 50 other countries as well. What's wonderful about WOW Mobile and what is really what sets us apart from everyone else is if you refer three, you get yours free. No hidden charges, nothing. If you sign up three people, you get your phone service free. No one else allows you to make money in the phone business. No one else allows you to get your service for free. In addition, our phones are the latest. We have GSM technology, as in Europe and Asia. While many American companies still use CDMA, the old analog type system, your WOW mobile phone is also a wireless hotspot. You can hook up two, three, sometimes even four laptops while you're on the phone. This is how strong our phones are. You can tether them, and there is no charge for tethering them. You will, what we do at WOW Mobile is we take away a lot of your bills. We'll take away your cell phone bill, we'll take away your internet bill, we'll take away your air card bill. All of you that are paying for these things know what I mean already. And this is also an awesome business opportunity. For less than $200, you can start your own business. I want you to get a pencil and paper and write just one thing down. I want freemobile.com forward slash. Go to that site and take a look. And then when you're done, go to I want free mobile at yahoo.com. Thank you very much, Chris. Well, sure, Tim. Thank you for introducing me to this great opportunity that uh, I fully endorse. And I wanted to invite the callers here to uh, ask uh, questions here in the next few moments. The next few minutes, we'll be taking calls uh, to answer any of your questions. And you can reach us here in Pinellas County at 727-441-3000, 727-441-3000 in Pinellas County. Toll free, 866-826-1340. That's 866-TAN-1340. And the uh, website is theliberationstation.com. But uh, now getting back to uh, the WOW Mobile service uh, that, uh, that WOW Mobile is offering, and uh, and the the uh, unlimited aspect of of all these services that are offered uh, that uh, does not even um, the value is really uh, beyond compare, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Um, when I first got into this, I didn't realize that anybody spent more than a hundred dollars a month for phone service. I have been given an education real fast. Um, I didn't mention that the phones all also have a camcorder on them as well as a camera. So you can send streaming audio from your camera. So like if you're out in the street looking at something and you want to broadcast it, well, you can. Um, the, uh, the phones are the, the latest cutting-edge state-of-the-art phones. They're uh, T-Mobile. Uh, Google phones, the smartphones, they will make the Apple iPhone look like a dinosaur pretty soon. But um, Well, they're doing that all by themselves. But, well, uh, yeah. Yeah, but, it's, the, uh, it's the iPhone that uh, that's having so many problems, complaints lately. Of course, there's the reliability problem. I, I was telling you earlier, Tim, that I came across an article on MSNBC that really astounded me that within four days the reporter uh, back in June was writing for MSNBC that his iPhone had just broken down. He had to send it back and, and it really pays to have a warranty on it because uh, you, you never know when it's going to break or, or whether it's going to break. But uh, there are also technical limitations like the 
the recent firmware, the 3.0 and 3.1, uh, 3.0 and above, they've disabled, Apple has disabled in their iPhone the tethering ability. That uh, This is something I hear the Mike Rivero of What Really Happened show uh, and host of whatreallyhappened.com um, on the GCN Live uh, we, uh, GCNlive.com website. And uh, Mike Rivero is saying that, uh, complaining about how his service with AT&T, his unlimited data service that he had, uh, he was having, ac- uh, having to access through his iPhone, now he, he has to get a, another device for because of Apple's updating their firmware 3.0 and above. So he's encouraging everybody to not update their firmware if they have an iPhone. And, uh, and there are some of the other limitations with, with the iPhone as well. But Yeah, um, you don't really get unlimited uh, data transfer like they tell you to. In the fine print, it limits you to uh, 5 gigabytes. And you can go through that in about three weeks if you do any YouTube downloads and look at video like a, like a lot of us do. Um, after that five gigs, you're charged by the meg, so it can go up pretty fast. Also, there are no taxes or fees for our service, since we are more of an internet-based than a telephone line-based. So when I say $79.95, that's the bill. Until you get, you know, three people to sign up with you, too, and then your bill goes away. And it's just as simple as that. People say that that, that can't be true, Tim. Nobody gets anything for free. So that's seventy nine ninety five for uh, the domestic plan, and there's also the international plan that's available for free. Isn't that true? No, it's $10 more. I mean, uh, yes, it's a $10 more if you yes. don't sign someone up but or if, if you if, don't sign up three people. But well, uh, isn't it, can't you get that also for free once oh, you sign up three people? Absolutely. With, with WoW Mobile, whatever service you choose, if you sign up three people to the same service that you have, you get yours for free. This sounds like a small deal, but there are a lot of companies that call China these days, and they spend a small fortune trying to, trying to call China on a you know, weekly basis at least. With our phones, there is, like I said, the $89.95, unless you have three, and that won't be hard to find once your uh, friends and neighbors start hearing about it. And then you will get yours for free, and it is for free because... Let's face it, cell phones are a necessity now. They are no longer a luxury. In fact, I don't know anybody under the age of 30 that even has a landline anymore. So these are necessities. They're not luxuries. And we're not putting bills on you. Our, our real aim in life is to take bills away from you and also to help you make a little money on the side, too. I mean, I don't know right. anybody that couldn't use a little more money these days. And, uh, and getting back to the iPhone uh, that we're talking, uh, draw, drawing a contrast uh, between the, the, the Google Android phones that are offered here is that, the, is that Google offers an open source operating system. The Android operating system Correct. is open source. Correct, yeah. No proprietary codes here. Mm-hmm. We really don't want to hide from anybody. We, we don't insist that you use any one particular product. As long as you're happy with what you have. We just will provide you the phones, the contacts, the service, and a wonderful deal. And, uh, and that open source, um, the open, uh, open source uh, operating system 
means that anybody can scrutinize it and uh, unlike Windows, but like the Linux operating system, which is far more reliable mm -hmm. and has uh, no um, back doors as far as anybody can tell because everybody is able to look at it. And uh, it allows people also to write applications on their own uh, to take advantage of these the features, the, the great features that are in these uh, Google Android phones and and the WoW mobile service. Um, and, and also, the, it's amazing that uh, one of the applications somebody has written is a is a baby monitor, uh, and, it, <laughs> and it's a, that's a security application. But there are many others. I think that anybody who would want to report on a demonstration, for example, if they're broadcasting live through that 3G connection. And they're able to stream all the footage uh, over their over their Google Android phone yeah. with a, a camera. By the way, that uh, has uh, it has um, is a, a quite quite uh, a well above the uh, resolution that uh, you need for a, say a YouTube video. Well, then you can have that evidence transmitted even if the uh, even if the phone is confiscated and some perhaps illegal action and destruction of evidence is, is not even, uh, is not even possible. That's, that's me thinking preemptively. And, and let me tell you, I'm only mentioning that because it has helped in the past when I've, I've uh, let the officers know that I'm streaming live and it's a thousand times more effective than just letting them know you're videotaping it because, uh, then they, they've looked at me before as if uh, they, and they've looked at each other and actually talked about how they're going to cook up charges and I, not to toot my own horn, but to let the audience know that, that if you have a camcorder, you're a lot more likely to, to, uh, come out, um, scot free, uh, from, uh, you know, from when, uh, I shouldn't use that term for you're much more likely to to come up uh, come out uh, with clean hands that that's the correct uh, legal term when when it's all right there documented on tape and and believe me when I've I've told uh, told law enforcement in the past reminded them of their duties on tape uh, under title 42 of the US code and just for the audience sake I mentioned that well then they 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 are very much astonished by that they know about civil rights deprivations under color of law. They've been told this before by certain other knowledgeable citizens practicing the art of citizenship, and that's why they tend to let people go once you mention those magic words. But, uh, you know, I, I only mention this, this technology because it's really necessary in our fight mm -hmm. for exposing uh, what's actually going on out there. And, uh, and a lot of people have had their, their footage confiscated, like the G20 uh, the G20 meetings that were being protested. Well, there were people, there were college students. There's footage we didn't even get to play. Uh, I didn't get around to censoring that yet, but uh, they, were, they were actually gassed. They, they were just standing up on a balcony, and they were gassed and trapped, and mm. you can hear them swearing at, about how they're being, um, having these these gas grenades shot up at them and then they're trying to run up the steps and then there's a, a man in full gear Darth Vader type outfit without minus the cape and uh, just standing there blocking their way and minus the lightsaber too um, but uh, other than that there's he's indistinguishable and, and so I just uh, it's well, amazing that this actually got out there on the internet we've, we've got about 80% of the apps that um, the other phone does, and uh, by the way, 80% of those are free. 
the ones that we do charge for are about 99 cents each. And you did not mention a baby monitor. <clears throat> yes, that is one of them. Um, we also have one if you're driving around and you're looking for a good Chinese dinner. You just type that in and it'll tell you which one's the closest. Or if you're going shopping for any certain item, you can use your phone to scan the barcode and it will not only tell you what it costs, it will it will also tell you mm -hmm. where you can get it cheaper. <laughs> All in real time. You can literally be driving down the freeway at 60 miles an hour and have your passenger working on their laptop through your phone. It works just that good. And we've tested these things. It's not like we haven't been working real hard to perfect our system. We're out of our beta testing. We're getting right ready to do uh, retail sales. But uh, what we need mostly right now are representatives to help us get the word out. Because we don't, we don't have million-dollar actors. I mean, you've seen the commercial with Whoopi Goldberg uh, mm -hmm. moving the phone. That's the, that's the G2. That's the my phone. That's the one I have. But it's great that uh, the other companies are doing all of our advertising for us. All we have to do is show them how to pay a little bit less for it or nothing at all. And nothing's, mm -hmm. nothing's wrong with free. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing the value and the amazing business opportunity that that it presents. And uh, you're, you're look, you are looking for entrepreneurs. How do people get in touch with you in order to uh, learn more about the, the phone and the service? As I said before, there's only one phrase you need to remember. It's I want freemobile.com forward slash. That's the site. And mm -hmm. when you've looked at that, and it's a lot to look at, you email I want free mobile at yahoo.com and that's how you will get a hold of me great and uh, and if people want to see the videos there like you were mentioning uh, of going down alligator alley or in a, in a park where there's no <laughs> Wi-Fi connection and this uh, and this these Google Android phones are being demonstrated I've seen them demonstrated and uh, they're just basically a, either a wired or wireless mobile hotspot that does not rely on a, another wireless connection. So you can go into a place that has no wireless connection and, and offer one to everybody. Uh, well, uh, not everybody, but uh, up to three, three or four simultaneous connections, one of which has to be a wired connection. That's the technical disclaimer I needed to <laughs> announce there. So uh, you can have a lot of your, your questions will be answered at IWantFreeMobile.com. And uh, is there a phone number again? You say that uh, they can call you in the 727 area code? Um, yes, yeah, 747-242-5438. That's 727-242-5438. Uh, 5438, great. But, but go, to the, go to the website first. I want freemobile.com forward slash. It will do a much better job of showing you everything I have explained. And then go to I want freemobile at yahoo.com. I want freemobile at yahoo.com is your email. That is my personal mm -hmm. email, yes. Okay. And we're always there to take care of you. Great. Yeah, I really appreciate you coming on, Tim. And explaining the opportunity and the service to us all. It's been my pleasure, Chris. I mean, I see so many people that are just begging for a job. They're begging for anything just to keep them off the street. We have an opportunity here that you can really make serious money if you're willing to work. If you just want to sit around and wait for the paycheck to come to you, it won't. But if you're willing to get out there and just 
pretty much do what you do now. Tell people what you like about what you're using. Um, we have something for you. Mm-hmm. I've seen the checks and I've seen the devices. I've seen it all work and uh, all, the, all the proof I need. And um, I encourage, again, the, uh, the audience to check it out and uh, get in touch with Tim. And we'll uh, keep you updated and run, be running more ads uh, to give you the contact information in the future. Now, uh, switch, shifting gears here, I'd like to get back into uh, what we were talking about at the end of the last show. I was playing a clip, and uh, and Lee, I, I was hoping uh, you might have that queued up. I just emailed that clip to you again uh, that we were playing at the end of the last show. Right. Who, uh, who do you want me to play? You just start, start from the beginning again. So uh, uh, right where Frank Hobson starts speaking, uh, since we have him in studio, and so uh, we can see the... Notorious Frank okay. Hobson and <laughs> well, give me. And, Did he uh, speak after him. you or before you? Before me, uh, one hour twenty-four minutes uh, forty seconds. Is that correct? I'm right yeah. around there. Yes. And then we'll uh, have Frank percent. and comment on it and uh, fill everybody in on the news. This is okay. the September twenty. Well, give me you, give me a second here. I'll let you know when I got it queued up. All right. And uh, yeah, the the background is that on September 29th, uh, Frank Hobson and I went into the Pinellas County Commission uh, meeting to uh, address them regarding the the uh, water rate increase. And and uh, Frank, tell us a little bit about the uh, the whole presentation, the the whole all the issues that were raised. Well, yeah, there we were in the belly of the beast of uh, the Pinellas County Board of Commissioner meeting um, to address the issue of the, um, the water rates increasing once again, as they have done for several years in a row, and um, also to attach that to the larger issue uh, that is exposed uh, in, at least until 2003 in the comprehensive annual financial reports all the tax money that just is flying out the door for illegal acts such as um, investment in money market funds pension funds and uh, in securities and government surplus trust funds that are surplus taxes um, why are they running a surplus what's the reason for that and um, these, these taxes eventually wind up, uh, most of them with the Federal Reserve, and then those uh, usually wind up in offshore banks. And uh, apparently our uh, government officials are either, are either um, uh, feigning ignorance or, or they are truly ignorant. Either way, it's um, dereliction of duty and also a direct violation of uh, the Florida Constitution, Article 2, Section 8, Paragraph C, which states that... Um, uh, yeah, an elected individual cannot uh, misuse the public trust in, in such a way in a profit-making mm-hmm. venture. So. Yeah, that says uh, a public office is a public trust. The people shall have the right to secure and sustain that trust against abuse. To assure this right, any public officer or employee who breaches the public trust for private gain and any person or entity inducing such breach shall be liable to the state for all financial benefits obtained by such actions. The manner of recovery and additional damages may be provided by law, and that's, uh, again, Article 2, Section 8, Paragraph C of the Florida Constitution. And, uh, and that is a breach of their, uh, their fiduciary trust or fiduciary responsibility. Uh, that was one point I, I had on my script, but I, had, uh, I didn't have the time to make that point because my time had already run out. I wanted to fill, fit in the, as much as I could. But, uh, yeah, that, that CAFA report, Frank, uh, that you, you brought up, that's the, a second set of books that for the general listening audience who may not understand. That's like a second uh, 
that's those are the liquid assets or the slush fund that the counties and municipalities and and, uh, and other um, and even state government uh, hides a lot of their uh, assets even there though they're liquid investments and and they get to decide in what they're going to invest but um, now we have that September 29th uh, commission meeting queued up. We'll just play about seven minutes and uh, play that for seven minutes and then we'll come back and comment some more on it. Good morning, board, and thank you for your kind words, Chairman Harris. Good morning. The water from Pinellas County has been centralized and monopolized by the Board of Commissioners in Tampa Bay Water. Before 1998, all our water came from the Florida Aquifer, the safest and highest quality water available, according to the U.S. Geological Survey and Pinellas County officials. With an estimated 2.2 quadrillion gallons of water, more than the five Great Lakes combined, the Florida Aquifer covers 100,000 square miles and covers all of Florida and parts of three other states. But in 1998, our water started to be supplied by Tampa Bay Water. In 2002, according to the Pinellas County Comprehensive Annual Financial Report, or CAFR, page 43, under an interlocal agreement, member governments, except the city of Tampa, transferred ownership of their rights to the water supply resources to Tampa Bay Water for an undisclosed sum. Pinellas County transferred its interest for cash upon closing, and the remainder is to be received as credits toward annual water purchases over the next 29 years. The value of the credits, totaling more than $63 million, is recorded in long-term notes receivable. The interest on this note comes to more than $1.2 million per year. The county receives free water from Tampa Bay Water, and it sells it to us at an ever-increasing rate to support this financial agreement. We are paying more for our water so the county and 29 municipalities can add more revenue to its CAFR and pension funds. The larger issue is that the same report from 2002, page 42, states that all cash, cash equivalents, and investments which come from surplus taxes, surplus taxes totaled more than $1 billion. You will not find these accounts in any new CAFRs because they are now removed by Federal Accounting Procedure Number 32. This is in direct violation of the Florida Constitution, Article 2, Section 8, Paragraph C. We have all the water we need right under our feet, the safest and highest quality quality water available. This water should not be centralized or monopolized. We know about the deal that was made with Tampa Bay Water. We know about the other set of books and uh, we are able to find those accounts that were removed because we have the last complete report from 2002 to compare them with. And uh, our CPA is doing a report on this uh, CAFR report. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, are we going to correct some of those inaccuracies? If, if you'd like to say something, Commissioner, go right ahead. Well, it's about an hour-long dissertation. Well, on, no, you don't want to say it. Then. But I would, I would be happy to meet with you. First of all, we pay Tampa Bay Water for our water. Um, there was no secret deal. Tampa Bay Water was formed by the legislature. We're not allowed to draw from the Florida Aquifer any longer at the rates that we were drawing. I don't know why, because it's because Swift Mud because Swift Mud said so. And they have to issue permits and and they tell us how much water we can withdraw each year. Should, and should that's I well I, this is a long answer. Yeah. And I would be happy to meet with you and with somebody from Tampa Bay Water and our water department, our utility department. There's a whole lot of misinformation, and it, and it needs to be this collected. This is from the uh, Pinellas County Comprehensive, 
comprehensive annual financial report. This is all information that's provided by the county. This is exactly. Uh, it what says in there that we don't pay Tampa sure Bay does. water for our water. From, from 2002, and I have the 2008 capital report, and it does not show some of these accounts. Some of the accounts are missing because of federal accounting procedure number 32. Okay. This, I don't. I don't okay. know what that is, but we'll we'll get this for you. I, I know most I have of you don't. I think some of you might, although I don't know. But um, this is uh, attached to a much larger issue, uh, and um, and quite frankly, uh, we we have a lot of water, and I think we're being lied to. The amount of sinkholes that exist in Pinellas County in '95 were much less than in 1926. Uh, I think we're being lied to about the water, and uh, that's my issue here today. Thank you for letting me speak. Thank you. Uh, Christine Bray. Is Christine Bray here? Okay, we all hold her card. She might have stepped out. Chris Steiner. I'm a local radio talk show host who has been and will continue to report on this critical issue. The website for more information on the show is theliberationstation.com. It can be heard locally on 1340 AM in Clearwater and as well as two other radio stations outside the area. Uh, 9 to 11 p.m. this Thursday and uh, next week beginning two hours earlier Thursday 7 to 9 p.m. I also stand with a statement made by Frank Hobson of Largo and uh, Pinellas County is again crying poor as a lame excuse to raise taxes, fines, fees, etc. while liquid assets are readily available in the comprehensive annual financial report slush funds. This constitutes racketeering. Before I learned of the comprehensive annual financial report slush funds so, uh, that most municipalities nationwide have, have, uh, have maintained, I, I thought that it was only shady organizations who kept a second set of books. Anything but a dramatic water rate decrease would mean citizens of Pinellas will continue to be gouged under a centralized, monopolized, and adulterated water supply freely available online for viewing our documentaries such as The Biggest Game in Town by Walter Burian and Alex Jones produced Comprehensive Annual Financial Report Exposed or CAFR Exposed again which can be viewed freely online on websites that host videos such as YouTube. Fluoridealert.org website called Fluoridealert.org is uh, covers the uh, a great number of credentialed and accredited authorities who have reached these conclusions regarding fluoride being a mutagenic. It is uh, causing the transmutation of human genetics with halogens such as fluoride, chlorine, chloramine, bromine being added to the water supply which causes thyroid dysfunction and metabolic disorders. This is an industrial slag and uh, you can call up just a simple phone call to, to Public Water Works can validate this. These are uh, sodium and stannous fluoride being added and many other deadly compounds including heavy metals administered under the pretext of free medication for the sake of the public's dental benefit, despite having been documented as poisons which cause brittle bones known as fluoridosis or fluorosis, 
are sedatives, are IQ lowering and cancer causing, and again are mutagenic, mutating the genetics of not only humans but all life. Fluoride has historically been a preferred tool of genocide by the eugenicist dictators. The centralization of our water supply is a national security risk, especially due in view of the uh, personnel headquartered at CENTCOM and McDill Air Force Base. We need a decentralized system as bulkheads in a ship or firewalls in a building. Thank uh, you. I'm justifiably ambivalent about trusting you to resolve these issues, and yet the future of the human genome is at stake. Let man, let life be uplifted, not transmutated. Thank you. Uh, Helen Giacumas. Good morning, and Good thank morning. you for this opportunity to speak. Uh, with the presentation, I was able to see all the numbers. Well, she was the la Helen was the last one to speak, and uh, there really wasn't a whole lot of a presentation there, or a whole lot of a turnout. But that was uh, the the uh, address that uh, Frank Hobson and I had made to the Pinellas County Commissioners and uh, we're just on uh, September 29th and we're here to uh, finish updating you on the developments that stem from that. Um, now Frank, uh, can you tell, and uh, oh, by the way, the uh, call-in numbers here in Pinellas County is 727-441-3000, that's 727-441-3000, toll-free 866-826-1340, that's 866-826-1340 and uh and also we have sam simpson joining us here Greetings. at the microphone congratulations i noticed the commission didn't say anything to your brilliant presentation while they're poisoning everyone with fluoride yeah. really guys way to go well, silence <laughs> fantastic volumes. if i had it to do over again i would have said fantastic um if i if i had any extra moments to say anything i would have said silence speaks volumes yeah yeah well they don't know they they don't know they've been hoodwinked like the last you know 50 yeah, years of people do. being hoodwinked i think they do maybe they don't know how severe the damage that's being done is, uh, you know, the whatever it is that they were paid, they I think that they must, they everybody must be, somewhat of a uh, a sellout in some way or another, or whether it's blackmail or a sellout, I don't know. Call me cynical, but that's just me. I think that to ignore all this evidence presented to them, that's so overwhelming, and uh, and so uh, credible, I, I just uh, don't understand. But. Um, I wanted everybody to to um, know a little bit more about you, Sam. Could you tell us a little bit more about uh, your your recent uh, political history? Sure, I have a very short political history, actually. Um, I guess when I was very young, I was marching in the streets at a very young age against things like when the U.S. took the CIA and went into Chile, and you know, mm -hmm. kind of. My dad was real aware of a lot of things like the beast back 30 years ago, you know, going on, and couldn't really quite describe things. And by the time, I guess, when 9 11 happened, and immediately knowing where's NORAD, what's up, this is ridiculous, um, it's insane, and immediately following that, and you know, George Bush, you know, awakened me into you know jumping up and screaming and shouting the truth so just as a as a patriot as a citizen who loves the constitution and who's willing to really lay her life down for it and to tell the truth i ran for congress mm -hmm. in 2006 it wasn't anything that i ever planned i really felt like i was supposed to do it and so i did 
it didn't matter if it was Bill Young or if it was, you know, anyone, but he happened to be one of the more powerful men in Congress, personally responsible, really, as the chairman of the Appropriations Committee between 99 and 2005 for every dollar. You know, but it's a, a long a long list. So I, I tried that um, and, you know, got to meet a lot of people and um, said some things, you know, talk, when, when I remember with the health care debates back in 2006, and, and my contention was, you know, why don't we talk about why we're sick? You know, exactly. let's let's talk about aspartame. Let's talk about genetically modified foods. Let's talk about these kinds of things. And, you know, it was a little ahead of the curve, I guess, because these things are now becoming, you know, more at the forefront. So, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they, their idea of preventative medicine is vaccination. Oh, my God. Yes. And, well, that's uh, testing. It, well, you know, I mean, that's the, the genocide. I mean, you're absolutely exactly. right. I mean, we know, I mean, those of us who do any reading at all, um, look at history and understand the same um, Nazi-esque uh, evil, Luciferian, whatever you want to call it, it's evil. It's not just mm-hmm. greed. I mean, I would imagine that there are plenty of people that are at the head of certain corporations that make a lot of money. They're just greedy. But uh, above them, it's evil um, in whatever form you want to call it. Um, anyway, you know, I, I worked in f- finance for 17 years at Raymond James. I um, was going to be a bowler when I was a kid, and then I got my first Hendrix album at 14. So oh, all that all that changed. And um, so I ran for Congress. And then really after that, I've, I've really been um, – I have a very um, uh, traumatized family member that I've been trying to help for a long, long, long time. And that's really been taking a lot of my time the last couple of years. Plus, by the time I wanted to get back in the job market – everything collapsed Mm -hmm. so I was really fortunate to find a great job down at the patch nature's food patch I love it um and that's where I work and it's a wonderful health store it's well it's great I mean it's an opportunity to talk to people about GMO Mm. and to talk to people and there are people that come in there and they're enlightened they know what's up Mm -hmm. so you know there's I, I enjoy that and um the only thing really that I'm that I've worked on as far as if you could call it politically in the last I guess since June or July of last year, was I notified the school board. I got pretty intense with the uh, concern about mandatory vaccinations and finding about the squalene in the um, as an adjuvant. You know, in the um, if people don't know what squalene is, do you have, do you, t- you guys it's have the, talked about that? Oh, I'm yeah, sure. I mean, uh-huh. you've, it's been all over your yeah, show. Yeah, the colonel last week talked about it. It's a mixture of oil and water. And yes. Although you can handle it if you ingest it, uh, to have it injected into your system and, and uh, have it bypass the natural barriers or the gut, uh, it, it becomes a very big problem uh, for anybody who, who has that uh, adjuvant in their, in their system. Exactly. And tens of thousands of Gulf War veterans are suffering because mm-hmm. they had the anthrax vaccine and had squalene in it. And so there was a there was a time and season there where I was uh, kind of emailing the school board and letting them know about what the CDC was doing and the WHO and this kind of stuff. I'm doing that. Oh, all these reports, all these drug inserts, uh, the Novartis and I think is uh, Genentech or um, uh, two uh, two swine flu vaccinations are causing. Uh, sterility, uh, you know, spontaneous abortion and sterility in women that's on the drug insert as a warning is, may, may cause uh, oh, it's awful. effects to your uh, your fertility. Effort. It's just amazing that people would still consider taking it there. And yet we're being told on the news that the pregnant women are, are mo- most at risk for dying of the swine flu. Well, you're My God. pretty at risk to be 
pretty uh, high risk to be uh, sterilized if you're going to just take the vaccine yeah. and not to mention all the other oh. uh, chronic or lifelong autoimmune problems that are caused exactly. by these adjuvants like the squalene. Exactly. Exactly. When I when I uh, contacted um, Congressman Young's office about this, um, I got a response that he talked personally to the CDC, uh, the Center for Disease Control, and they assured him that um, that particular adjuvant would not be in the test vaccine. Well, oh, of course not. I feel so much better. I, I mean, they're not going to be putting that in the test vaccine. You know, well, I mean, there are, are going to be two different vaccinations. Exactly. And, and there's one for exactly. the, from uh, what I've heard is there's the, like the Germans uh, have the American made and a Swiss made H1N1 vaccine. And the, the Swiss made is, is not harming anybody, but the American made one is. And this is supposedly the word on the. Uh, on the street, I can't. Um, you know, I can't. This is from uh, Mike Rivero talking about this, but uh, there is the the docu- the uh, articles out there that talking about how the German people are going to get a different um, vaccination than the the military, and it makes one wonder, you know, who is the expendable party? Which one right. is well, the, the military? I mean, more the, expendable party. The, there was a, a good news on that front the other day. A judge in New York is listening to a lawsuit. The healthcare workers in New York filed a. a a lawsuit and they filed an injunction against their forced mandatory vaccinations. But what was interesting was in the New York Times, all these people were angry at the healthcare workers for not getting that vaccine. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, I was just shocked. I was just shocked. Anyway, vaccines, I'm trying to alert people on that, save people's lives, really, you know. That's probably the most pressing issue right now is the vaccine. I mean, it's an all-out attack. It's it's propaganda from every which way. And not to mention, I I think there's five pharmaceutical companies that have the swine flu vaccine, and they all have retroactive immunity. Absolutely. And uh, they took patents out. I know uh, Novartis and GlaxoSmithKline, if not the others. And Biogentech also And Biogentech in 2007. And they took out patents for the swine flu vaccine. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a what a brilliant uh, uh, piece of forethought on their on their parts. You know, I mean, boy, they must have some really smart people working for them. And uh, also in their no, answer, it, it just shows malice of right. oh gosh, malice of forethought when it comes to uh, obviously controlled release of. Of the disease, I mean, they so pat- they patent uh, they patent the cure that they patent their remedy well before the problem becomes uh, an apparent or an alleged problem. It's not even a problem in my opinion because of the the low mortality rate. But yeah, so it's a government story. approved uh, third degree murder is what it amounts to. I would I would mm-hmm. call it homicide myself. I mean, so I mean, there's there's good news, you know. There was talk of, you know, mandatory detention camps, you know, quarantines. I mean, there was talk of all this. And, and there still is. <laughs> and, you know, but but there's there's a there's a revolt happening against it, which is quite wonderful, you know, in my yeah. mind. And yeah. there are parents that are saying no, and there are healthcare workers that are saying no. And I think, you know, we might be able to hold the line on this one. So far we are. But the other thing is fluoride. You know, because mm. we're trying, Dunedin has its own water system, and they add a little fluoride at the end. Mm. And we have great water, but they add this little fluoride at the end, and so we're trying to educate the commissioners on I just, hope they're not skimping now. we wonder about Pinellas Park and now now getting back to that we wanted to uh, make some more comments and and developments on what happened after our uh, and during and after our uh, hearing committee hearing yeah yeah do do yeah and and Frank uh, made the the most um, detailed uh, um, 
accounting-wise statements uh, regarding the CFR, the Comprehensive Annual Financial Report. And if you could continue with that, Frank? Yeah, sure. Well, my whole issue was uh, to when I got the the mailer uh, from the county about the proposed rate increase, I had just I had found out about the Comprehensive Annual Financial Reports last year, and I'm like, ah, oh, this is a great opportunity to get this into the public record. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wanted to attach the water issue to the larger issue of the CAFR. And as I researched the water issue, so I, I know what I'm talking about with it, it, the rabbit hole just goes deeper and deeper and deeper. And uh, it, it, it just got uh, recently deeper. I um, I called up uh, Susan Latvala's office, who uh, questioned my facts on uh, the things that I talked about during my three minutes, and I scheduled an appointment that uh, me and Chris are going to go to 10.30 a.m. Thursday morning on the Excellent. 22nd Excellent. so that we can uh, talk to her face-to-face and tell her, you know, this is what we know and this is what we have, and uh, what are you going to do about it to see her reaction. Well, now, I don't, bear in mind, she's a chairman, uh, chairman of Tampa Bay Water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she sure is. Um, and, you know, I have no expectations. I actually think that they might even try to cancel it before we even get there. But if they don't, we'll go ahead and go with it. But um, I went ahead and made the appointment. And then um, right after that, I uh, was looking at the St. Pete Times. And then there's this article that I read. This wasn't mentioned during the hearing. I haven't been able to see this mentioned at all in the uh, 2008 CAFR report, but apparently uh, the C.W. Young Reservoir has cracks in it, and they need to be mended. And uh, before hiring someone to launch this massive repair project, Tampa Bay Waters staff wants to spend $1 million hiring someone to help with the hiring. Oh, we, we need subcontractors under the subcontractors. Apparently, the Regional Utilities Board is scheduled to vote Monday on a $908,000 contract with auditing firm KPMG to act as a procurement expert to help the agency staff choose the right team to fix the reservoir crack, cracks. And uh, there's more. Also on tap is a contract with the National Research Council that could reach another $1 million for a scientific review of the repair plans. And um, it, it just goes deeper and deeper and deeper. Um, let me see my uh, other part here. Um, here here's the thing. Uh, they're telling us that Swift Mud issues the permits to tell you how much water you can pull out of the ground. And apparently do it, they do it for Tampa Bay water. But this CW uh, Young Reservoir has cracks in it, and they have to be repaired. And uh, it's the largest reservoir in Florida. It covers over 1,100 acres in Hillsborough County. And uh, the walls are uh, lined with an impermeable membrane buried in the embankment to prevent leaks. Well, apparently that didn't work. The embankment's top layer is a mixture of soil and cement to prevent erosion. Uh, but that's where the cracks have been appearing some of them 400 feet long, some of them 15 and a half inches deep. Uh, workers patched the cracks, but the, the patch uh, didn't fix. So last fall, uh, unbeknownst to me, I didn't hear about this, the workers drained half the water to investigate half the water out of a 15 billion gallon reservoir, the largest in Florida. The region's, uh, oh, and, and the move, due to a lack of rain, backfired. The region's thirst drained the reservoir the rest of the way by the spring, and subsequently the utility had to pump more water 
water out of the ground than its permit allows. I wonder if there is a fine for uh, pumping out more than their permit allows. Anyway, in June, utility officials announced that the water trapped between the soil cement lining and the membrane was causing the cracks. Hmm, that's interesting. Uh, fixing the reservoir, now get this, this is this is the kicker, and they save it to the last paragraph. Fixing the reservoir will require, require raising rates for the region's 2 million water, uh, 2 million uh, people water customers. Uh, and during the repairs scheduled to begin in June 2012, the reservoir has to be completely drained dry for two years. So well, where's all that extra water that we're going to need going to come from if uh, the reservoir is going to be uh, SOL during that time period? I wonder. Could it come from the Florida Aquifer, which has an estimated 2.2 quadrillion gallons of water that we'll never be able to drain dry? <laughs> I wonder mm-hmm. if that's where it's going to come from. <laughs> So so we could get our water freely from the Florida Aquifer. We we should and we could. And if there's an issue of saltwater encroachment uh, occurring in the aquifer because of overdrawing, I, I know we can do other things uh, rather than pay one single monopolized entity to supply water for the entire region, which, as you pointed out during your three minutes, is a national security risk. I mean, the people that work at MacDill Air Force Base, which, which is CENTCOM, are affected by this. Exactly. Just think about them getting poisoned and uh, the centralization of uh, terrorist, perhaps infiltration. And uh, centralization might allow a terrorist to to uh, hurt a whole lot of the uh, Tampa Bay water supply all at once through, uh, you know, basically distributing, uh, well, something even more poisonous than they're already putting in the water. <laughs> well, I was about to point out, uh, some people would feel that terrorists have already hit the water exactly. plant and they're dumping fluoride into the water. That's right. <laughs> Which uh, uh, the um, uh, the Russians did uh, during the, the revolution, uh, and Mussolini got the idea to put water in his water in Italy from them, and Hitler got the idea from Mussolini. I mean, you're right when to, you say yeah, to dumb down to, d- to, to dumb down the people to make the to, to make the people to, to make them docile. It's exactly and you know people what's don't happened. live as long when they drink fluoridated no. water. No, no, no. Maybe. A- and Should have told them at the end there, well, perhaps there would have been more people making the same point had they not been sedate or sedated. <laughs> well, an- another thing about fluoride, too, um, b- during the Manhattan Project, um, there was a huge use of, of fluoride um, because it's such a volatile, um, you know, uh, in the uh, elemental chain of things, it, I guess it has a negative ion that's always looking for something to attach to, and it's very volatile. And during the Manhattan Project, they were using fluorine fluoride, and and many 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 people got sick, and many many people like thousands of people got fluorosis, and were, they were exposed to this kind of stuff, and they were terrified. Um, there's a book called The Fluoride Deception, that described the marketing plan for fluoride. This is aside from the science, but. Um, they were terrified that if the word got out how bad fluoride was, that they would shut down the weapon program back in the 50s. And so the people that were in office that they, that they, they put, um, you know, in the National Public Service and, and uh, the Treasury and all these folks, I mean, they decided to just change the paradigm. The fluoride is good for you and it's good for your teeth. I mean, that's because they didn't want to shut down the weapons program, the Manhattan Project. That's part of the drive why they changed the, the tune and made it, oh, gee, it's wonderful. 
And f- actually, the very first environmentalists in this country were anti-fluoride people mm. because in um, a town in Philadelphia, I think it was Philadelphia, I'd have to, I don't have a book with me, the, the, one of the worst environmental accidents ever happened where there was a temperature inversion and it, U.S. Steel and Alcoa Aluminum and all these big, huge mm. entities that used to be around the country would use massive amounts of fluorine in their processes. Exactly. And this would go out in the smoke. And there was a temperature inversion one night and 24 people got killed in this town. And the, I mean, the fix was in on on when when the real investigation was going, and they were finding out about the fluoride and the fluorine. I mean, they changed they changed the paradigm. Oh, it wasn't that; it was this. Well, it kills I mean, germs. What do you expect? It'll kill people too, and, and that's the only. It's poison. It's yeah, poison. It's, it's flat only, out. It's only meant to be killing bacteria. That's I mean, that's flat the only out poison. intention for uh, using it topically is you know, or the only uh, stated uh, right. reason for using right. it is that they they want to kill the bacteria, but at the same time, there's there are better things flat that are out poison. That are I mean, it's a, it's a toxic waste. Yeah, I mean, it's flat out poison. Absolutely. In our brains, in calcium, our pineal glands. Exactly. Calcium fluoride is fine, but in a, in a nutri- uh, nutritive sense. Right. Yeah, so I was about to know. mention that. We can we can broach this a little bit more on the other mm-hmm. side. Yeah, we'll come back. Uh, we'll talk about a little bit more on this and uh, the Schnitt Show clip I was talking to you about where we expose how he's so pro-war. Stay tuned to Liberation Station. The website is theliberationstation.com. We'll be right back. Tampa, St. Petersburg, WDCF, Dade City, Zephyr Hills, and Wesley Chapel, and KLRG, Sheridan, Little Rock, Arkansas. Radio. I'm Shelby Lynn. A new twist tonight in the so-called Balloon Boy story out of Colorado. This just into the CNN Radio newsroom. Criminal charges are now pending against the Fort Collins father, whose giant Mylar balloon escaped its moorings Thursday, sparking fears that Richard Heaney's six-year-old son was on board. Here's what Larimer County Sheriff James Alderdean is telling CNN. We do anticipate at some point in the future we, there will be some criminal charges filed with regards to this incident. What those charges may be, as I stated yesterday, what we were looking at is uh, a class three misdemeanor. Speculation has been mounting since the incident Thursday that the whole thing was just a hoax from the get-go. Stay with CNN Radio for more on this developing story. Rough weather is making its way up the East Coast tonight. CNN's Karen McGinnis says batten down the hatches. The southern coastal regions of New England in that uh, Cape Cod area and through Boston were expecting uh, a pretty heavy surf, some heavy downpours. Interior sections of the Northeast, though, could see a little bit of uh, snowfall along the fringes of this developing low. 
In the Pacific, it's a hurricane that's causing some concern. Hurricane Rick is now a Category 5 storm barreling up the coast of Mexico, about 250 miles southwest of Acapulco. We have some concern for the southern portion of the Baja Peninsula. Of course, it's way too early to tell if there's going to be landfall and no watches or warnings at this point. There won't be for at least a couple more days, but we are encouraging folks there to continue to monitor the system. Hurricane specialist John Cangelosi. The CDC calls the swine flu outbreak in 41 states an epidemic and says production of the vaccine is behind schedule. And 2-2 in the fifth in game two of the American League Championship Series between the Yankees and the Angels. The most trusted name in news, this is CNN Radio. This is Downtown Dave. How would you like to be able to promote yourself, your business, or someone else's business for less than the cost of one 60-second commercial on many Tampa Bay radio stations? Hi, folks. This is Tom O'Brien. At TFNN, our mission is to educate investors. And that's why I've invited six of the best traders I know to join me at the Tiger Technicians Workshop to teach you their powerful systems. Not only will you learn my timing the trade system, but you learn patent recognition from Larry Pesavento, the Warpath from Bud Rolfs, and the Chapman Wave from Basil Chapman. Plus, you learn how to find value in the gold market from Greg Johnson of Nova Gold Resources, futures trading from Ed Young of MF Global, and option and derivative trading from Tom Sosnoff of Think or Swim. And when you sign up now, you'll save $250 on this exciting two-day event taking place at the beautiful San Pearl Resort on Clearwater Beach in Florida. No matter what market you trade, the expert instructors at Tiger University will teach you the skills that will make you a more profitable trader. Space is limited, and you must register now to save $250 off the regular admission price. For more information, how to sign up, just go to TFNN.com and click on the Workshop tab at the top of the page. Have you ever had the desire to do something adventurous, exciting, fun, delicious, or suspicious, and don't know why or when it hit you? Well, now you'll know. 4413311. Yes, you'll hear it right here on your own local radio station. 1340 AM, you can shout your message to the world. Hear it on its highest note. Get people to come to your business, enjoy your services or goods, and the good news is it's affordable. Call 4413311 for the fun of it. That's 727-441-3311. And, oh, by the way... My name is Lola. Listen to Living the Good Life every Sunday evening from 4.30 to 6 on Tantalk 1340. Living the Good Life, the broadcast of Beacon of Hope Ministries, welcomes all people, origins, backgrounds, lifestyles, and circumstances. This is Conversation Radio, all about real life, real truth, and real purpose. Join us again next Sunday evening from 4.30 to 6 as we continue our discussion of more hope for your future. Connect with us at beaconofhopeministries.com, getting you on the road to living the good life. Let's go bowling. Tampa Bay's only bowling show brought to you by Charlie's Pro Shops. This show is heard every Tuesday drive time at 6 p.m. on these Tan Talk stations. Let's go bowling is out to spread the word about the number one family sport in the USA. Isn't it time you head over to Charlie's Pro Shops and get that ball and bag you've been thinking about getting? Let's go bowling is heard every Tuesday drive time 5 to 6 on the Tan Talk radio network. I don't think the snap at a cancer patient is where we want to go here. Do you, Mark? The I-Man meets Mark Levin. Listen, I'm a heart patient. I can snap at a cancer patient. Have you modified your diet at all? No, I haven't. Do you? <laughs> I love you. You're a great man. You, are, you really are my hero. Do you exercise at all? No, I don't. Oh, God, oh, God I love you. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I have my own holistic way of doing things, usually at McDonald's. Imus in the morning. <laughs> Catch Imus in the morning right here on the stations of the Tantalk Network. Hello, this is Pryor Smith speaking from Toronto. 
You know, each winter, more than two million Canadians spend vacation time in Florida. And each winter, we're right here on the Tan Talk Radio Network with their up-to-the-minute news from home. Canada Calling returns for the 56th winter season, Monday, November 2nd. That's Canada Calling, a listening tradition coast-to-coast in Florida back November 2nd. Right here on the Tan Talk Radio Network, WTAN AM 1340 and WDCF AM 1350. Let's go bowling! Let's go bowling! Tampa Bay's only bowling show brought to you by Langlo Bowl and Langlo South of Newport Ritchie. Heard every Tuesday drive time, 6 p.m. on these Tan Talk stations. Let's go bowling is out to spread the word about the number one family sport in the USA. Isn't it time you head over to Langlo Bowl and Langlo South with your friends and family to start having some fun? Let's go bowling, does. This is Wayne Walton with the RedPillRadio.com. Our constitutional republic is under attack by globalist central bankers. During the Katrina tragedy, U.S. citizens were subjected to a gun roundup and a blockade of New Orleans. Unalienable rights given by God were suspended by the globalist George Bush. Oath Keepers is an association of currently serving military veterans and peace officers who will fulfill their oath to the Constitution against all enemies foreign and domestic. Go to OathKeepers.org to reaffirm your oath to the Constitution, not to tyrants. The Federal Reserve is the private banking cartel, which is in charge of the U.S. monetary system. Listen to Thomas Jefferson as he gives a warning of what this institution will give to the United States of America. If the American people ever allow private banks to control the issue of their currency, first by inflation, then by deflation, the banks, which grow up and around them, will deprive the people of all of their property until their children wake up homeless on the continent their fathers conquered. Listen weekdays 9 to 10 for more details. Why does this man defy the storm and burn us all? Each time his hand waves the sun, it sits on lonely graves.
And welcome back to Liberation Station Radio Show. I'm your host, Chris Steiner. You can reach us in Pinellas County at 727-441-3000, toll-free 866-826-1340. That's 866-TAN-1340. The website is theliberationstation.com. That's theliberationstation.com. And joining us in the studio, we have Frank Hobson and also Sam Simpson. Good well, to be with you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate welcome it. Welcome back. And uh, and that song is uh, that we just played is uh, Jamiroquai's the that's the world that he wants and uh, makes you wonder if this is the world that our president wants uh, the president of the world some would say but uh, according to our president on August seventeenth speaking to the uh, veterans of foreign wars in Phoenix Arizona President Obama said. Quote, by moving forward in Iraq, we are able to refocus on the war against al-Qaeda and its extremist allies in mm. Afghanistan and Pakistan. That's why I announced a new comprehensive strategy in March, a strategy that recognizes that al-Qaeda and its allies had moved their base from the remote tribal areas to the remote tribal areas of Pakistan. This strategy acknowledges that military power alone will not win this war that we also need diplomacy and development and good governance. And our new strategy has a clear mission and defined goals to disrupt, dismantle, and defeat al-Qaeda and its extremist allies. So we know that this is the world that he wants, although he says it's the war that we need. And uh, that's the issue at hand here. Now, uh, the uh, attack on Iran is something that uh, is a common phrase, but it should not be. There should be no attack on Iran, at least uh, at this point in time. They haven't violated the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty to which they're signatures, and also we are. However, we continue to insist on uh, Iranian compliance with uh, criteria that are not spelled out in the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty. We, uh, as America, as American uh, citizens, have the have the ability to put pressure on our own government to take advantage of its right under Article Four of the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty to not only assist our, Iran in the peaceful nuclear power program that they have, but also to inspect at the same time. And yet, we do not take advantage of that that right under the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty. Well, uh, I called into a locally based, but nationally syndicated radio talk show pro-war propagandist named Todd Schnitt on September 28th of this year, 2009. And uh, he spent quite a time, quite a uh, lengthy amount of time addressing me in my call, especially afterwards as he tends to do building a straw man, as you'll hear, after he ends my call. I ask him, as you'll hear in a few moments, uh, to read Article 4 of the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty, and I state that it's only a paragraph, and yet he, after my call, reads only a sentence. And uh, that's the straw man, is that he can tear down only the first sentence with his interpretation of 
that first sentence of the Article 4 of the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty. And so we'll play that clip exposing him as a pro-war propagandist and hopefully another clip, if not this, then the next show, exposing the same thing, uh, him calling me a racist because I'm sticking up uh, for the Israelis and he calls me uh, anti-Semite for pointing out the fact that Israel's own spokesman for their uh, their own prime minister, Mark Regev, the spokesman for the Israeli prime minister, said that Israel broke the ceasefire, that Hamas had not, that Hamas was not responsible for for uh, any of the rockets that had come over uh, into Israel's side during the ceasefire. And there is even a, a, a recent... Uh, there's even a recent report here. I'm about to pull up the exact citation. It's on the uh, Israel's own uh, website. And uh, they, they actually say that uh, Hamas was able to uh, restrain uh, any rockets from being fired over from the citizens or over from the side of Gaza into Israel. And uh, this is on the website for Israel's Ministry of Foreign Affairs. They admit that during the six-month Egyptian-brokered ceasefire between Israel and Hamas, that Hamas did stop the rockets, including those fired by the PLO, the Palestinian Liberation Organization. Now, this admission is recent. We have Mark Regev's admission, uh, and I cite that in the Schnitt Show uh, call that I made previous to him, and he calls me a racist for that. But uh, that'll be another uh, another call, but uh, we'll get into that uh, soon. Hopefully, if not this, as I said in the next show, and your calls are welcome. I would like to know what you think uh, about what you're about to hear. And uh, if you get some laughs or if you're maybe a Schnitt follower and and, uh, you think that the Schnitt needs to be uh, represented here, maybe uh, you think that I I might be taking some of his his statements out of context. But uh, what you're about to hear is quite interesting as he denies verifiable fact and spews it over his 23 odd radio stations who are affiliates it's just amazing so oh by the way call into his advertisers and and let them know that he's a pro-war propagandist liar so uh let's now play that clip where i call into the todd schnitt show on september 28th 2009 Appreciate it. Uh, back to uh, phones 1-800-801-8999. Chris is in Dunedin, Florida, next on Schnitt, listening on 970 WFLA. Hello, Chris. Welcome. And a talk show host now in my own right. Uh, there's so many articles that that uh, show that Iran has obeyed the nuclear non-proliferation treaty. They've given at least three times more lead time than required by the nuclear non-proliferation treaty. And I don't understand. Are you why. really calling to back up and support Iran? Well, I'm just pointing out the facts. I'm sorry if you have a problem with it. I mean, what, what, what the hell is? What is your? Pro- are you really going to call this program well, and support Iran? Well, why don't we take as advantage? they've hidden their programs for for years? Well, no, as they've lied, as they've said that their facilities are for peaceful purposes, and you don't put a peaceful facility. First of all, the facility that is in Qom 
it, like I mentioned, is on a Revolutionary Guard base. The facility is, listen to me, the facility is not large enough to process enough fuel for a nuclear reactor. It is a uh, correct size plant to house a couple of thousand centrifuges to enrich uranium to weapons grade for a nuclear bomb. I mean, I can't believe, Chris, that you are really calling this program in support of Iran. I mean, you've got to be kidding me. Well, I'm supporting this country. Why doesn't this country, the United States of America, take advantage of Article 4 of the non Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty, to which we are also signatories, and inspect those reactors? Well, hold, hold on a minute. First, of all, first so. of all, the Iranians are not signatories. We are supposed... The Iranians are signatories to the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty, which they have not violated, and we are not... Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean they have... Well, they, of course they, they have violated... Violated it. Article 4 of the Nuclear Non-Proliferation <laughs> Treaty allows us to go in there and assist them, requires us to assist them, and would therefore allow us to inspect. But we do not take advantage of that. What's the excuse? Or what would you say, Stitt? I would say you're full of crap, and I think that you just listen to the program. I don't know if you're serious, because you've called the show in the past. I don't know if you're, you're serious, or you just look for the most counterproductive, anti-American angle, or the, the largest... I don't, I, don't, I don't know if you just look for the most common... You look for the most common-sense issue that you can be completely polar opposite on. That's, that's what I think. You have a pattern. Why don't we address Article 4? Why can't you address that? Are the nuclear non-proliferation... Well, because treaty? I don't have Article 4 in front of me, Chris. Obviously, yeah, you're well, making I'm some sure ridiculous moronic argument, and you want to call up and say, Schnitt, why don't you have Article 4 at your fingertips? I don't need Article 4 at my fingertips. I know that they have lied. They've concealed their programs. Look it up. It's a paragraph. Why don't you just read it on the air instead of pretending it doesn't even exist? Uh, you know what? I, I'm sure Article 4 exists of the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Agreement, Chris, but yeah. you sound like a bonehead, Chris. This is a country that has violated, uh, you know, resolution after resolution. What about, how about uh, three years ago, in, in the summer of 2006, when the U.N. Security Council, even including the Chinese and the Russians, they demanded that the uh, arrangement stop their enrichment process what, what about that you, you want to tackle that how about you read how about you pull out that resolution from your rear end and read that you would rather call up this program and defend Iran you know I'm not convinced I'm not convinced that you're just a, a hack a caller that just likes to call up and find the most contrarian position and just make an argument because your positions Chris are so dumb so moronic that is the only explanation that you just find something to just completely go counter on and just make a, a fool out of yourself or try to, you know, be as anti-American or anti-world citizen as you possibly can. That's your pattern. And I recognize it, Chris, because you've called this show sporadically over the last maybe five or six years. And you find something that's anti-American and idiotic to call about every time. This is The Schnitt Show. You're listening to 970 WFLA.
folks here. Phones are uh, absolutely loaded. And I got into this long argument with Chris. Chris has called the show in the past. I mean, who calls up a radio show and in light of what the Iranians have done, who calls up a radio show and tries to defend them? Look for ways for Iranians to continue what is clearly not just a peaceful nuclear uh, energy program. I mean, who, who does that? Uh, what, a self-hating American? I mean, someone that loathes this country? Who does that? If you heard the last call, you know what I'm talking about. And the Iranians are not good world citizens. They are pariahs on the planet. And, you know, you can't look back and, and say that uh, Iran, that to stop the Iranians comply. And, and they didn't. They haven't done anything. Instead, we're, we're uncovering and we're revealing secret facilities and catching them off guard. Yeah, And then, yeah, Chris, call up and defend that as they're launching missiles, as they try to uh, be provocative. And with the Shahab 3, they do have range to hit missiles uh, into uh, or launch missiles into Israel. And the Shahab 3 is capable of carrying a nuclear payload. Read Article 4. I mean, who, I, don't, I don't give a flying crap about Article 4 of the, the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty. I don't care. It is a pariah and a rogue nation, Chris, and you call the program to defend them. How about if a, 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 a nuclear uh, bomb or a, or a missile from the Iranians, how about if it just lands in your backyard? Nice little, small little package, little tactical nuke. How about that? And it just blows you and your family to kingdom come. How about that? Still going to be supporting the Iranians then? You turncoat anti-American weasel, you pile of crap. My wife says, don't call, don't call names. Don't, don't name, I'm so I can't hold back. When somebody like that calls this program. Uh, welcome back to Schnitt, our uh, third hour here. 1-800-801-8999. It's toll-free nationwide. 1-800-801-8999. Let's uh, grab Carl. Carl is listening in Tampa, 970 WFLA. Hello, Carl. Welcome to the program. Hi, Schnitt. Thanks for taking my call. Hi. Um, in light of what's happened here recently with Iran and... Um, I guess the lack of response from this administration and also, uh, uh, you know, considering the Democrats seem to have a more sympathetic view towards Palestine, what, what's your opinion on why you think that such a large portion of Jewish Americans in this country vote Democrat? You know, also, uh -huh. I think it's a good call, especially on today, today being uh, Yom Kippur, which is the, the Jewish Day of Atonement. Uh, right. the, the whole, the holiest of Jewish holidays. Uh, you know, essentially, I think most uh, scholars, I, I think it's traced back essentially to FDR and FDR social programs of the day. Come on, give me a freaking break here. I said freaking. I could also say friggin'. I just don't want to do the Saturday Night Live slip up. Which uh, remind me, I got to mention that I, man, that was that bit was waiting to screw up. I'll get into that in just a bit. Yeah, Article four, here you go, Chris. I we we pulled Article four uh, off the internet from Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty. Uh, what is it like, 1970 or whatever it was? 
Nothing in this treaty shall be interpreted as affecting the inalienable right of all the parties to the treaty to develop research, production, and use of nuclear energy for peaceful purposes without discrimination and in conformity with Articles 1 and 2 of this treaty. So this hack job, this anti-American, uh, traitorous, seditious blank that, that foamed this program in support of Iran, you don't get it. That, first of all, they're supposed to stop their enrichment because the world doesn't believe them, and they've refused. We now know of this new secret facility, for instance, at Combe, which uh, is too small to be a facility for the enrichment of uranium for peaceful purposes or for nuclear power. And the facility, unbelievably, again, is on a revolutionary guard base. Why would you have a peaceful nuclear enrichment program for reactor use, for energy? Why would you have that on the Revolutionary Guard base in Qom, in Iran? It just makes no sense, Chris. But then again, you're rooting for the bad guy, aren't you? That's how it appears. And just uh, absolutely nauseates me. Unbelievable. Uh, nuclear non-proliferation. See, the treaty on uh, NNPT uh, opened for signature on July 1st, 1968. You got 189 countries uh, party to the treaty. As far as Iran is not a signatory anymore. Technically, in the beginning, I think they signed on in, in 1970. It opened up in 68. I want to say that Iran signed on in 70s, early 70s. They're violating everything. They are, they might be early signatories, but they violated that. They have not complied. In 2003, they were found non-compliant. They're dead. They're off it. And the Israelis need to bomb their facilities as soon as possible. <laughs> We've got some amazing uh, ground diggery, uh, digging, ground Borrowing conventional weapons that that need to be used. Uh, I, I know we've got some bunk, bunker busters. Was the blue blue eighty two, blue one eighty two? That was a an experimental. And there are also some uh, some bombs that are uh, I think almost ready. That are not quite ready. That would do the trick and really burrow down uh, numerous stories and be able to blow the the living uh, you know what out of the Iranian facilities. Uh, Don Don next on Schnitt. Hello Don. Welcome. Well, that was the clip of the sh of my call into the Schnitt Show on <laughs> September 28th. And I'd like mm -hmm. to know what you think about that, uh, about Schnitt being such a pro-war propagandist as is his pattern. You can reach us here in Pinellas County at 727-441-3000. That's 727-441-3000. Toll free, 866-826-1340. That's 866-TAN-1340. The website is theliberationstation.com and I wanted to uh, first uh, before we take uh, Dennis on the line just read to you article 4 of the nuclear non-proliferation treaty to which Iran is a signatory contrary I must uh, repeatedly state that in case there's any confusion amazing how what, what some propagandists get away with and get paid for but article 4 of the nuclear non-proliferation treaty Schnitt only read the first sentence of and I need to read the entire thing 
Article 4 says, Nothing in this treaty shall be interpreted as affecting the inalienable, inalienable right of all the parties to the treaty to develop, research, production, and use of nuclear energy for peaceful purposes without discrimination and in conformity with Articles 1 and 2 of this treaty. All the parties to the treaty undertake to facilitate and have the right to participate in the fullest possible exchange of equipment, materials, and scientific and technological information for the peaceful uses of nuclear energy. Parties to the treaty in a position to do so shall also cooperate in contributing alone or together with other states or international organizations to the further development of the applications of nuclear energy for peaceful purposes, especially in the territories of non-nuclear weapon states party to the treaty, with due consideration for the needs of the developing areas of the world. And that is the entirety of Article 4, which obviously Schnitt did not, Todd Schnitt did not read on the air. And that uh, is, it's obvious why, because if he had, he would have been uh, answering, been able to answer his very own question, which he obviously wasn't willing to answer, uh, or which is well, my question. I mean, uh, he wasn't willing to answer, which was, why aren't uh, why isn't the United States taking advantage of Article Four in order to go in and inspect the uh, Iranian facilities rather than depending on the UN to do so? As I said, and uh, yet he just goes ahead and he pretends to read Article Four, and uh, he thinks that you're not smart enough to know the difference. He thinks that his audience isn't going to go check it out for themselves. Uh, she really thinks that his audience are a bunch of fools. And he's a fool himself, obviously. He's insane for having laughed at the idea of letting Israel bomb Iran and uh, spreading nuclear material all over. But uh, uh, that really doesn't seem to be much of a concern, nor do the Russians or the Chinese who would stick up for the Iranians who have the Shahib-3 missiles and the uh, sunburst missiles and the Russians with their MIRV technology that can maneuver, their missiles can maneuver, uh, and the Iranian missiles that can fly at, at speeds beyond our capability to intercept and below our radar. So these are uh, obviously uh, issues that need to be addressed. Uh, Iran would not be a pushover to, like Iraq. But, uh, hey, that's what uh, war profiteers are here for. All the uh, all the money they can make on things that go boom. Uh, we have Dennis on line one with us. Hey, Chris. Hi, Dennis. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. Uh, but I tell you, I I don't know how you can handle talking to that guy who lives up to his own name. You know, he's full of what is it now? Hmm. He's foolish, net. Yeah. Well, he he, he uh, says that proudly too. But you know, the the key to talking to him is knowing that I'm not going to be able to persuade him, but to act like I'm interested in persuading him because uh, they, they are looking for a, a big argument, a, a big uh, talk, a crosstalk of everybody interrupting angrily. And, right. uh, and you know, I'll give him a little bit of that, but not really the, the degree that he, he wants because, uh, you know, the only way to stay on the air is to be a little bit confrontational. But then again, you know, it's amazing. I, I really appreciate the amount of time that he's he gives to people to, to call in and, and make their point sometimes. Yeah, but he used you as a foil to try and poke fun at the concept that, any, you know, and, and, and a couple things struck me about his call. I mean, about his your call to him. And I think it was about two minutes into it. 
you were contending that, that, and rightly so, that Iran was a signature signator to the Non-Proliferation Treaty, and he kept saying, no, they're not, no, they're not, and he's just trying to naysay you. And then later on, when you play mm-hmm. the second clip, he says, yes, and Iran signed on such and such a date. So right there, he's completely blowing his own credibility out of the water, you know, by, by first trying to say, well, they're not signatures, how could you say that? Trying to just say, well, unless you agree with me, you're completely wrong. And then he goes on to say, oh, and by the way, yeah, Chris was right, but he was still wrong. Well, that, right. that, that's the first thing that struck me. The second it's the thing double that struck think. me. What's that? That's the double think, the simultaneously holding two mutually exclusives or contradictory ideas at the, in your mind. And and uh, another example of that was that uh, he said, I'm not only a, not a very good American citizen, but not a good citizen of the world. I thought those were mutually exclusive, but that's just me. Well, that brings me to the second thing that, I, that struck me about his uh his uh, approach is that if anyone disagrees with him, well, therefore they therefore they must be such and such. That's that's the rationality of an eleven-year-old. I mean, his a complete a boisterous approach that unless you agree with me, you're this. I'm contrarian. Yeah, well, I'm turncoat. Is, oh, that's right. I'm, I'm turncoat. I'm a disloyal to. The uh, talk show host of this great American talk show, you know, this propagandist to th- this talk show tough guy who's telling uh, the audience that if you're, you're going to call up and be contrarian, you're going to be called all these names at the same time. So don't even think about it. I'm not, not going to be open to any of your uh, any of your arguments. And this is what he does from my own experience is that he'll pretend like something doesn't exist on the internet or that information doesn't exist. And despite the fact I've given all the information to the audience, he doesn't seem to think that they're capable of uh, maybe his, you know, he's, I know he's not applying to the lowest common denominator of his audience, but he's, so is he appealing to his general listening audience, thinking that they're not going to double check any of his facts when somebody calls up to just you know, spill it, spill all the references. I just don't get it. Well, if you think back to, um, let's go back a uh, hundred years ago to um, the protocols of the learned elders of Zion, where they specifically this was written by a uh, Russian rabbi, and where they spe- they spelled out exactly what they were going to do to bring down societies. And one of those points was they would dumb down the populace, the goyim, as they thought of it. Oh, wait, there's that anti-Zionist coming out, right? Well, this is what they said they were going to do, and they've done it. This guy exemplifies exactly that. And unfortunately, his apparent audience is 11-year-olds, at least psychologically. And it's kind of scary. Hey, I have a thought. How about, are Sam and uh, Frank still there? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Sam, you were going, you pursued trying to be a state senator, correct? Well, actually, I ran for Congress. Uh, Congress, right? In 2006, yeah. In well, eight. how about we, well, let me ask you this. On an adult level, as opposed to what uh, Schnitt does, how would you address the issue of Iran's possible having these nuclear arms? What What should we do on an adult level instead of approach that that radio talk show host did well first of all i'd like to point out that the technique he was using is called an ad hominem attack hyperbole Mm -hmm. i mean in the language of logic it's i find it just so tragic that we there aren't any conversations anymore rational logical informational truth 
that um, the, the type, you know, what, what's happened uh, to the media and to society and to culture, um, I, I just find it sad and, and, and quite tragic. My first question would be, um, is Israel a signatory to the national, or the mm-hmm. which they're not? Israel well, has... was just raised in the UN, and, and they say that they're not interested in right. becoming they a signatory. They have 300 or 400 nuclear weapons. We have... We have 5,000 or 10,000. I think the whole thing is really insane. I mean, every time I've seen Ahmedinejad speak, I've actually rather enjoyed listening to him talk. He seems... um, You mean you listen to our enemies, what they're saying and thinking? Yeah, actually, you know, we're supposed to love our enemies. You know, when you right. really, when you think about it, he's been misquoted a lot. I'm, he's been I'm, yeah, mistranslated. Right, because, because you know this whole the, this quote about how they're going to uh, eliminate the, uh, the nation of Israel is a complete misquote. Wipe, yeah, wipe Israel, wipe off, the Israel map. off the map. That's a complete misquote. He was actually quoting, I think, Khomeini, who they were talking about the regime of Israel, the Zionist not, mm-hmm. regime. And if you really want to yes. get into mm-hmm. it, there's, I mean, there's the Zionists. And there's the Jewish loving, peaceful people, and there right. are the Zionists. You don't I have mean, to be a, a, a Jew to be a Zionist. That's exa- you know you don't. You sure don't. Well, I, th- um, I think our vice president made that. Yeah, he's plan. happy to be a Zionist. I mean, mm-hmm. in the Bush administration, there were a lot of dual citizens, dual Israeli American citizens, and they were Zionists. Chertoff, uh, Chertoff, well, yeah, him, yeah, yeah. I mean, there were there were fifty. 50 people. But in terms of, yeah, there, there was a, um, a wonderful article, I think, in Esquire magazine, I don't know, four or five, six, seven years ago, where some high-level um, intelligence officers were really having some wonderful conversations with the folks in Iran right as the Iraq war started. Iran was over and above completely willing to open everything up to have conversations, to extend invitations, to show everything they had. And Cheney said, we don't negotiate with terrorists. We don't talk to enemies. Um, they, this, this is a, a I, I wish I could remember their names. They were eventually, they had to leave from the State Department. Um, maybe I can get the information for you, I'll email you the article. It was a tremendous article. Um, they were always willing to do it. Um, and I think that uh, the world has gone mad, is, is what I think. The world has gone mad, and it's being run by mad men and mad women. And I, uh, I pray for peace and, um, you know, look for, you know, food and water, hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Pray that we can all make it through this and become stronger, but uh, we don't need uh, sacrifice as we're constantly, be- constantly being reminded and it's the kind of sacrifice that they're willing to exact on us because they think they're entitled to all of our wealth and all of our life and blood and sending more and more troops into these it's insane these grinders constantly it's insane war there's three reasons i guess for war uh oil uh water uh drugs um weapons you know, I mean, there's a, there's a few basic things that people fight over, and it's been from the beginning. And the profiteers make the money, and the middleman, the little people, pay 
for these wars. With and their lives and their fortune. With their lives, and, their fortune, and their children. Yeah. And their children. And it, it is it is a story that is as old as Methuselah. And, and ever since the early 1800s, almost every war, both sides have been funded by the international banking cartel. Absolutely. And then they get the profit off the interest of, of both those sides. And they instigate those wars. They have provocateurs that they send out into each country to infiltrate, to cause problems, and to uh, get these countries set up for war and almost every one of them has been funded by the international banking cartel that's that's the beast that's being fought here <laughs> this this is the pinnacle i mean we can try to do what we can on a local level but we always got to keep in mind that they're the guys that are pulling the major strings and, and really i mean when you say local level i i uh, agree with that 100 percent. Mm. people should be growing food people should be oh, yeah. getting into it, it, you know getting with other like-minded people knowing who to trust yeah. sharing resources who i your mean bunker buddy's gonna be you know that right <laughs> exactly exactly who, who's gonna I, stick up for you who's gonna you know if there's somebody who's not even interested in in what you have to say, and uh, all of a sudden they are caught unprepared and and not willing to you know not willing to investigate how they need to become prepared mm-hmm. even when they're able to. Well, uh, you know, I, and it's really tough for for even with uh, friends and relatives sometimes who who uh, are are very doubtful and uh, and it's and it's like you you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink and uh, but you even, can you can plant a seed yes. and and that can yes. grow over time yes, I mean, it, can. it will dawn on them and and eventually hopefully they'll they'll see we have to realize that there are more of us there are more loving kind warm Almost responsive yeah. caring humans people that i mean there are there, there are more people like us than there are these sociopaths and psychopaths that mm. are in positions of power um and you know, this is a spiritual battle. It's an emotional battle. It's a mental battle. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's every possible level. But the idea is jumping into the into okay, what's true and what's not. Are you willing to question reality? Are you willing to turn off your television? Are you willing to, you know, read some books? Are you willing to to, to read history? You know, are you willing to? You share your resources. You know what? What are you? What are you willing to do? They've been. They've done such a great job at propaganda and social engineering and mind control. From from you know, I mean, you think about kids. You know, you think about uh, uh, Pong. Remember Pong? Oh yeah, and now, a game from the late okay, 70s. Okay, now Pong, you know, has evolved into death from above by video games. I mean, I saw an interview. Well, we need with people a, to fly those predators exactly, and those reapers. Exactly. Have well, you seen the logo for those reaper drones? It, they have the Grim Reaper right on there. Well, it's the amazing. the Air Force, uh, you know, says you know we have an entire generation just trained for this. You know, if right. if, you, if you're a trained airline pilot, pilot, you don't want to sit there with a joystick and kill people I mean but but that's what's happening that's at McDill what simulators for you know mm-hmm. so so you know we have you know we have um, a jet you know we have a generation that's been trained for this the Department of Defense has stated that by 2010 they want one-third of the Air Force to be uh, unmanned vehicles mm-hmm. of, of death really and they want to do that with the Navy as well and they're trying to concentrate more of uh, the personnel that come into both of those branches as ground troops rather than people who man ships or fly airplanes or, or maintain 
maintain airplanes uh, that people fly in. And uh, it's so much easier to uh, look at a screen and uh, toggle a joystick and, and drop your payload than it would be to actually be in that plane or to be on the ground. And that's what's happening right now. I mean, uh, Obama has uh, sent in those Predator drones into Pakistan, and they've been bombing indiscriminately, seemingly. Uh, but maybe there's a method to their madness. Uh, they they want to, you know, infuriate the, the people of that region and uh, and uh, push whatever buttons they need to because it, it's a crescent. They're, they're circling Russia and China. And well, we don't want is, them to get anything from the Caspian Basin. I mean, mm-hmm. it's been about too. oil and gas and, and the pipeline, you know, since since the 80s. We, they know we that, want those though. resources. And, and, and plus, that'll be a, an extra insane. firewall around the poppy fields as well. They want that smack to keep coming That's out. That's right. Oh, yeah. They need that. Absolutely. You they know, the CIA brought the cocaine into Los Angeles in the 70s, and they've been Vietnam, bringing heroin yeah. from Vietnam, and they're bringing dope from... Afghanistan. And I mean, it's just, you know, it's narco terrorism on the American people. It's devastation on the children. It's it's the global mob. It's exactly right. <laughs> and you better pay your taxes or we'll come a knocking. You know, and, and now this, oh, you're not talking about global warming on the show, but my God. Yeah, yeah. We, we can't. We, we can't do that. that. But no, I'll we'll go into that. We we have articles up there. The the uh, that's that's a whole show in itself. Yeah, but yeah, on the no, man made so called man made nature. But it is the sun, the sun cycles. Obviously, that's the one thing that um yeah we've talked about the algorithm where he flips upside down the ice core samples in order to say that. That's cute. That's that algorithm. That's cute. Yeah, I came up with that word even before he came up that's with the great. idea. But I just that's couldn't great. wait. Uh, but he was uh, he's saying that the carbon dioxide, according to the ice ice core samples, that uh, carbon dioxide increase follows or uh, comes before the uh, the warming. That carbon, though, therefore carbon dioxide must play a role uh, as a factor so in ridiculous. global warming. When it, the opposite is true, so the, ridiculous. The ice core samples show the opposite. Oh, and then there, there's the time where he was confronted by a college student asking him about. The polar bears haven't their populations increased, and he won't. Al Gore won't answer. He'll just come back with saying, "Are are you saying that they're not an endangered species?" And the student goes away, escorted, torn away oh, from sure. the microphone, as they're saying, "Oh, you, you know, you've asked your question." He says, "No, I haven't. Uh, he hasn't answered my question." Are the polar bears increasing in number? And he just refuses to answer that. Today on Bloomberg Radio, there they were doing some interviews with some of these uh, CEOs who are heads of large corporations, mm-hmm. and and the lady that was asking the questions was somewhat surprised by, you know, big business all of a sudden being behind and being out in front, and um, you know, on lowering their carbon footprint. Okay. Oh, how nice. And and it. You know, and I just was going, oh, my God, because cap and trade, it's the biggest money-making scam, Mm. you know, since the last big money-making scam. But, you know, of course they're on board because they can continue to pollute what and to do whatever they want as long as they pay money. And then that, you know, and it just, you know, just stop, stop polluting. And and but you know they just it's money it's money 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 greed is murder and money. control and, and control. control money and control they're not going to do anything about all the petrochemicals no, that are being dumped into the no, Mississippi they're just going to pay creating money creating that huge dead zone in yeah, the Gulf of Mexico that's right they're not going to do anything about the Navy dumping chemical radiological and biological waste off the coast of of America they're not going to do anything about that but if you put your trash out before five o'clock the day before pickup <laughs> that's right. oh I'm that's so right. sorry that's right uh, we 
have a little fine you for you. Vermin, you vermin-human you. Don't you know you're the cause of global warming? Well, yeah, because you didn't separate your plastic from your paper. <laughs> My God. I mean, it. you know, when I first heard someone, because I was like everybody else, you know, it's like, oh boy, you know, maybe it's really true. And then I really started to do the science and I really started to read and I really started to see all those folks that weren't really signatories to the IPCC, to the, you know, the UN and their group of scientists that say, oh, yes, 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 yes. All these people were dissenting and they're still dissenting. And there's mm-hmm. millions of people that know this is a lie propagated for totalitarian, one of the elements of totalitarian control of the planet. When you drive your car and all of a sudden they have a GPS on it and how many miles you've driven that year, then you're going to get a little bill at the end of the year for how many miles you've drived and how you've contributed to the... We exhale carbon dioxide. It's good for plants. They've uh, Yeah, and they've found a way to tax the air that we breathe. That's exactly right. They, they finally He's did evil. it. evil. The sun's mm-hmm. next. Well, you know, I'm, I'm actually, is, I'm actually, actually almost hoping for a solar flare before all this. I'd, ra- I'd rather be it subject to the sun and EMF, the natural processes than, EMF kill shot than the, the evil of man. Mm. You know? Well, maybe that would knock out or, all the actually, GPS that, the that evil, would dropping off, missiles it, the on The whole people. grid would be gone. The, Everything would be gone. The evil well, of these people. Uh, I'm, most people are nice. They just want to work. I agree. They just want to live. But, but I yeah, agree. It, 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 I used to say that too. And you know, we we really have to realize, and we do realize that these these are the people that are doing it. It's them. Mm-hmm. It ain't us. Right. And right. and we got to keep calling them out and show everybody because uh, once everybody is on board with us. Yeah. Then well, see, it will be m- much harder for them. Many people don't understand that uh, they would be doing this to the environment that they're defecating in their own bed, and and so they don't believe that they would be doing this. Well, the the elite have taken all these counter all sorts of countermeasures, not only supplementation but technology that they live out in the country. They mm-hmm. have air purifiers in their house. Uh, they they, they have all sorts of things, self grown and self sustainable. Oh, yeah. They carry their food with them wherever they go. They make sure the chemtrails don't fly over their house. Mm-hmm. See, the, see, they're so concerned about <laughs> yeah. having their spectrum of perceptions not impaired as they're trying to limit ours so that the the more lies they can feed us and get us to buy into the more we'll sell out each other but the more lies that we uncover and and see through then the the um, far greater their loss of foothold. Uh, every for every little lie, the the chink in the armor becomes right. greater, and every ch- every chink seems to have a have a geometric effect rather than just a one plus one equals two, a one plus one equals seventeen effect. Where so many people, there's there's so many people with a force in numbers uh, uncovering the information from different perspectives and exactly. coming to the same conclusion. A great awakening. Just like mm-hmm. the swine flu thing, a judge issued an injunction on behalf of nurses in New York City who don't want that shot. That's that great news. That is a great victory. Three months ago, we were thinking mandatory vaccinations. Yeah. How do I get out of the country? You know, And now a judge is issuing an injunction. That's very positive. Mm. People you standing know, can up. I, people are can standing up. Can I jump up. in here for a second? Surely. So what's the situation now with... You know, in Florida, for, for I'm worried about me. I don't want to take the shot. So what? What do you have to do? You don't have to. It's it's vol- voluntary right now. You don't have to take it. Take a lot of vitamin so D3. Mm. Yeah, D3 has been uh, good. Mm-hmm. They found in uh, I forgot the article. A prison ward. If uh, if prison ward was on D3, they wouldn't get any flu. But uh, yeah, there's that uh, the the retired lieutenant colonel. 
Pardon me. Carmen Reti- Reynolds. Re- right. Reti- mm-hmm. Retired Air Force Lieutenant Colonel Carmen Reynolds, who's on last week at a Florida swine flu vaccine lawsuit.blogspot.com. Uh, you can go to the website and sh- click on show guests and see her there and go to her website. It's a great but, uh, resource. She's still looking for a constitutionally oriented yes. uh, attorney, and it's hard to find one when, uh, oh, yeah. unless you're going to get one pr- most likely from out of the area who would, wouldn't worry so much about irritating a judge or st- stepping on his sensibilities and you know, such like that, uh, to be able to stick up uh, for the, the locals here, the, the natives who are getting restless. And that's the way it works with uh, civil rights attorneys, I know, who, who need to, um, you know, who need to represent somebody uh, whose civil rights have been violated. But um, I, I wanted to get back in the waning moments of the show here, into, back into the, uh, the war situation mm-hmm. and uh, the Israeli uh, situation, uh, how they want us to attack all their enemies, Iran and Gaza, and, and talking about people. We all just want to, we all just want to get along and, and live, amongst, uh, live amongst each other and uh, live with each other, uh, not with walls separating um, like the, the separating the Israelis and the, the Gazans. Um, but uh, we have Obama being uh, given the uh, the Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, <laughs> oh war yes, the, is peace. Yes, it actually did happen. And he was, he was nominated for it less than two weeks after he took office. And one of the reasons the Nobel Committee gave was that he was promoting uh, Arab relations, Israeli-Arab relations. Well... That's amazing how you know, how he's doing that when he is suppressing the the administration is suppressing the Goldstone report that has now mm-hmm. been referred by mm-hmm. the UN's uh, uh, Council on Human Rights and and yet this administration wants to suppress it. The uh, chairman of the National Security Council, contra- uh, Obama, has accepted that title contrary to Article One, Section Nine, and also he's uh, accepted this Nobel Peace Prize contrary to that same section of the Constitution that doesn't allow him to accept any kind of uh, emolument or, or award from a, a foreign body. There's a great article, hopefully another uh, time we'll get into this and uh, post it on the website from, um, from the Washington Post. Uh, Obama barred constitutionally from accepting Nobel by Ronald D. Rotunda and J. Peter Pham, uh, dated October 16th. Uh, that's from the Washington Post. But uh, yet this, uh, this report, this uh, Goldstone report, outlines the 37 uh, war crimes, the atrocities that Israel committed when they broke the ceasefire, after they broke the ceasefire November 4th, 2008, in their operation Cast Lead. They were firing things like uh, white phosphorus, munitions like white phosphorus, and attacking um, hospitals and schools. Oh, yeah. Like I said, there are 37 different instances of this. Yet uh, that's uh, that's being fought by this administration. Well, let's go back to 2006 when uh, they you know were fighting Lebanon and there was going to be a ceasefire mm. in three days and they spent those three days dropping cluster bombs on the Lebanese. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, so if they'll blow up later if they don't uh, blow up on impact. I just you know children. I, it, it, it's 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 evil. Totally. 
And uh, it seems like our president can't even wake up in the morning without violating the Constitution. I mean, <laughs> was he born? Was he born in the United States? By the way, is that a whole other story? Uh, it's right? a, that's, a, that's a good question. <laughs> it's fifty-fifty it right now. <laughs> let it be. Let it be said that Orly. It's takes... just not polite, polite to bring that up in, in, in a polite company. <laughs> he's constitutionally unqualified. He cannot prove he's constitutionally qualified to be president. Yeah, but then he, you got to. Was he, it he? Uh, what's he president of? A corporation called the U.S. government, and that's mm-hmm. a whole other show. Well, that's a whole other mm-hmm. show, but it no. seems like you know their 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 efforts to choose exactly the right person to quell any kind of revolution and to bring about some sort of hope and all this kind of stuff. Uh, he was just, He yeah. was absolutely groomed yeah, yeah, to yeah, the, the com- max. The Nobel Committee said that they gave it to him because they're looking. For, they're hopefully going to encourage him to do the things he's promised to do. Or so that peace. in saying that, they're saying that they hope that he mm. will change. Well, uh, uh, Lee, I had a question for you if you had a moment here, but uh, I wanted to uh, get back into um, this uh, clip if we had a moment. Do we have a minute left to play this Uh, clip? We have 90 seconds. Okay, we'll play that clip. It's a good illustration of a call into the Schnitt show that uh, I made before Obama was elected during the campaign, pointing out how McCain and Obama are members of the Council on Foreign Relations and what he has to say about people who have knowledge of the Council on Foreign Relations. Roll that clip. (laughs) Uh, let's go to phones. Hey, uh, Chris, thanks for hanging. I appreciate it. Go ahead. Well, thanks so much. Uh, maybe you can help me out. I'm trying to figure out what the real differences in, in policies are between uh, the new administration and the old administration. Uh, first off, there's there's Gaza, which Obama remained silent on until uh, after the inauguration. And uh, and then we have uh, Mark Regev, the Israeli prime minister spokesperson on... Uh, All right, so, so what are you getting at? You don't see a difference between Bush and Obama? Well, yeah, for the, the major uh, conflict that... Uh, well, first of all, he's, he's been in office, Chris, for, for three days. Right, I understand that. Now he finally speaks out for the so-called ceasefire that Israel itself declared. Right. So I mean, I mean, how many people did people expect the tape. to like transform from black and white? Okay, that's the uh, tape that we're rolling, and we'll have to continue. That was a a different call, but uh, we'll, it's just as relevant to the conversation. You've been listening to the Liberation Station radio show. Website is theliberationstation.com. Tune in again next time. We'll continue this thought. Until then, all take great care. Yeah, but hey, is that my mama? Yeah.